Are you ready? It's time for the Hammered Sports Podcast. You heard it. It is time for the Hammered Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Gray, here with my co-host, Tom Abbey. Cheers, everybody. And uh, another week in the books so far. First week of NFL action last weekend. Um, Tonight's episode is going to be another one, football only. We didn't dig into the U.S. Open golf or anything this week, though. You know, I kind of missed it when... (laughs) When I was thinking about it on Thursday morning, I'm like, oh, yeah. man, I wish we would have done an episode, a special episode on the U.S. Open. But, yeah. uh, um, <clears throat> you know, that's well underway now. Condition's much tougher here on Friday, so that's been kind of yeah. fun to watch. Tiger was at plus 12 last I saw. Yeah, it's getting Yikes. ugly out there. It's getting ugly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going to do just college and NFL. We'll talk about, recap what we did last weekend. Yep. Uh, recap what our, our picks were last week, how we made out, and... Um, what we're going to go with with selections this weekend and any highlights that we had from last weekend. So yeah. um, let's start right off. Let's talk about let's the numbers. Yeah, let's talk about the numbers from last weekend. So Kevin and I each went one and two on our college football picks. Um, we both had that Syracuse uh, cover and three quarters. You're good. Yeah, ten to six going to the fourth quarter and the wheels fell off. Yeah, uh, but the, we I feel like we were on the right side there. We it were just didn't work. That would have flipped it to two and one, and all of a sudden it's a different happy yeah. story. Uh, NFL, we were both two and one again, so this time flipped it the other way, two and one. Uh, so making us six and six combined for the two, and then uh, our locks one and one, and our money lines one and one between the two of us. So yeah, it was kind of uh, what you'd expect for the first week of of really digging in on on wagering. Uh, second week of college football, but the first like big slate that yeah, we had. ACC's big week yeah. and. Yeah, trying to get a, a, a line on some of these teams and, you know, instead of thinking what they could be, actually seeing it on the field and trying to get a, a feel for that. So we'll see if it tightens up here the next week. I'm really excited about a couple of my picks. For you, what was the highlight of your betting last week? What was the big dog you, you reeled in? Yeah, so I can't remember. Let's see. I had the um, my lock. Um, I had Coastal Carolina. And um, that was a, that was a big deal there. That that was the one that I was all over. And not only did they cover, um, they absolutely won comfortably. And um, Washington, you know, winning, uh, they win the game on the field. You know, we took the six and a half. Uh, Vegas was, you know, a play that I was all about all yeah. along. Um, and I felt it, my money line pick um, didn't come to fruition at all. Tampa, Tampa just did man. not look like they should have, in my yeah. opinion, going into week one. But should have thought more about the continuity factor there, that New Orleans knows what they're going to do. Tom Brady's coming into a new offense, a lot of new pieces and moving parts yeah. there. That probably was a bad idea to, to get on them. Um, I did mention Cincinnati, who I think should have won their game, uh, had a pass interference thing. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it was, and then a whiffed field goal that would have sent it to overtime. So I feel like you know that was that was a good play there. Cincinnati was yeah. plus three, ended up being a pushed wagering on it. But um, I liked them to win the game outright, and they didn't they didn't get it done. But um, Tom, what about your highlights? For, for me, the highlight was the Arizona money line bet against the Niners. I think yeah. that that was I mean plus two fifty. I got them at it's yeah. a really nice winner. Um, I, I you know the the combination of I'm high on Arizona and I'm 
you know, fading the 49ers, especially in the beginning of the season, to catch them together, and it worked out as a nice to... I heard Kittle may be out against the Jets Kittle this may weekend, be out. too. So. I don't think it'll matter much from what we saw from the Jets. I can't The imagine. only thing the Jets can do is stop the run, yes. and there's nobody for San Francisco to throw it to. Yes. I mean, this is a game that, you know, screams under, but that, line's, three. Got, that <laughs> line's got to be going down. And, but unless it's 24, I'm probably going to still be yeah. on the under. It's going to be gross. Yeah. Uh, the the one that I'm the most upset about losing was to Iowa State by Locke. Yeah. They did not show up to play football in that second half. Uh, it was really bad for them. I was really surprised by that. That yeah. is not something two, that Matt Campbell's teams usually yeah, do. Two kick return for touchdowns they let up. Yeah. Unbelievable. It, Just brutal. Can't predict special teams like that, that's for sure. And what about um, oh, the overall picture of the NFL? Did you see anything that really stood out to you in week one? Yeah, the one thing that stood out to me is I is no preseason, and the games were still really good. The yeah. f- quality of football was not something that was, you know, you were kind. I was kind of curious about how it would be. I thought some of the games were great right off the bat, uh, right up until that, that, I mean, you got that Rams-Cowboys game. Both of the teams looked solid. Uh, you know, it was a wonder, would the offenses be really far behind? A lot of times you think they're far behind to start the season. And I think they were, but I don't think it was out of the ordinary far behind. So it may have seemed that way, but... The highest scoring week one in NFL history. Yeah. Which is shocking, really. Well, I um, watched the, the Bills Jets. The game most and... <laughs> yeah, the most rush attempts um, ever uh, per game. Wow. So teams are running the ball. It's not like it's all just spread it out and throw it yeah. around. Um, but they're also scoring points. So really interesting. You know, I think that Aaron Rodgers looked great in the game against Minnesota. Rodgers looked good, yeah. Um, there are some, some teams that looked really strong. Um you know, San Francisco looks a little bit down. Yeah. <laughs> and then some of the, the teams that are struggling towards the bottom of the NFL, uh, I thought the Giants played well against Pittsburgh yeah, but didn't execute when they needed to. Yeah, I don't think the Giants will be the bottom uh, the bottom five here when it's all said and done. I yeah. think they'll, they'll pull up into that middle pack here. Daniel Jones looked really good. Yeah. He made some really good throws. He makes great throws. He's got yeah. great pocket awareness. You know, he, yeah. he had a nice night, so... Um, let's jump into some college picks, Tom. What do you yeah, say? Absolutely. I'm excited to hear what you got. All right. I'll start us off here, too. Yeah. Uh, my my first pick, my lock of the week right here, is going to be Wake Forest. Uh, they're at plus one and a half. We're not going to need the, the line for that game. Uh, they're going to win it on the field. Um, I don't have a money line number on it because it's so small, but it... it you know, take the one and a half with Wake Forest. If they lose by one, that'd be unbelievable to me. But I don't see a lot out of NC State. I really like what Sam Hartman brings to the table for, for Wake Forest. The score is not indicative of how well they played at times in the game yeah. last weekend. So give me Wake Forest to win, and I think in comfortable fashion, over NC State on the field. I, I knew you were going to pick this game. I was yeah. When I was going through, I saw it. I liked the line. I like Wake Forest. I was like, Kevin's picking that one. No no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Uh, my first game is going to be the Louisville-Miami under 65. I think 65 is a lot of points. Louisville only scored 35 against Western Kentucky, and Miami only scored 31 against UAB. Both of them have solid defenses. They're going to be playing better defenses. I'm, I like the under 65 here. Yeah, it should be. Uh, I, I think that you won't see near as much scoring from Miami. I, yeah. Miami scored more points than they deserved to last week. Yeah, and they only got to 31. Yeah, so and that game irritated the hell out of me, too, because I was on the other side, <laughs> yeah. and they ended up you know, covering Pulling by a out. point. And, uh, 
you know, to me, I, I just didn't see them as that strong of a team. But defensively, they looked good, yes. and they held um, they held the opponent to 14 points in yep. that game. So, you know, it tells me that they can still play defense down at the U, and uh, yeah. they've got the athletes to kind of uh, chase down Cunningham when he when he escapes. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I still, if I had to pick one, I would, I would, I think Louisville. I'll need Louisville side, but I'm getting out of it. I'm just taking the under. Yeah. Uh, my next one is going to be Duke minus five and a half against BC. BC's been awful the last couple of years, and Duke impressed me playing Notre Dame. They hung in there. They made that game tough. Chase Bryce looked really good, twenty of thirty-seven for two hundred and fifty-nine yards. And that Duke D line is active and disrupts the run, gets after the quarterback. I mean, there's a lot of times where um, they're they're chasing the passer out of the. Ian Book out of the pocket, and he's having to make throws on the run or just get rid of it or just run for three, four yards. So give me that Duke D-line and Chase Bryce at the helm to beat the woeful BC Eagles. Yeah, and I like that pick. It would have been one of mine, but since you picked it, I'm going to yeah. go with another one. Um, I'm going to take Appalachian State minus the five against the Marshall Thundering Herd. Uh, Marshall is definitely rising. Um, App State, though, is, is a loaded team, still have – uh, senior quarterback there in Zach Taylor. They they continue to just churn out um, great players in that program. They have a toughness about that program, and I think that they'll w- win comfortably here against Marshall. Um, maybe double digits, um, but I, I, I'm I'm all over App State here in this game. Marshall's going to be better, um, so so don't mistake that. But App State's really good this year. Yeah, absolutely. What do you got for your third? Uh, my third and final pick is going to be Western Kentucky minus the 14.5 against Liberty. Uh, Western Kentucky gave up 35 to Louisville last week. I think it, it was 35. Yeah. Um, but they, they played in that game very well. And their defense is better than what that appears. Western Kentucky is a better football team than what the impression is there. And Liberty is going to be back down again. They are not nearly as strong. And give us one moment. We'll be right back. All right. As they say on ESPN, pardon the interruption. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, right back to it. I like Western Kentucky's team. I think that they're going to be able to run Liberty out of the building. So um, I'll take the Hilltoppers, minus 14 and a half. All right. And there is our first major technical error that we've ever run into. (laughs) Um, We just lost about 15 to 20 minutes of recording. Um yeah. But we're back. What are you going to do? We're here. Uh, I'll wrap up the Western Kentucky point. Let's see if we say this stuff better the second time around, Tom. Yeah, well, we, I we've know. got practice here now. So, um, Western Kentucky, <laughs> uh, they're going to they're gonna run over Liberty. Tom, your final college football pick. My final one's going to be the Pitt-Syracuse under 49. I know unders are, are weak and lame, but I, I love this. Pitt's defense is very good. The shutout of Austin P last last week, 124 yards total allowed, which is crazy. Syracuse defense keeping UNC under control for three quarters. Um, I don't think they get to the 49. Yeah, and Syracuse played great defense for three quarters, and, and I think yeah. that they can be competitive in this game yeah. on the defensive side of the ball. Correct. I don't think that they can do anything on the offensive side of the ball. So There's a chance Pitt wins this like 27-3. to three. Yeah. like that. That's how I would see that game going. Uh, Onward to the well, oh wait! What other college games are you right. looking forward to? You know, just watching 
yeah, so obviously Louisville-Miami is going to be very exciting. Um, but a game that I want to keep an eye on is Navy against Tulane. Yeah. Navy is now coming off that beatdown from BYU, and I want to see how they respond after Kalani Sataki had his team so well prepared for that game against Navy. You could see on the first drive that Navy was in trouble, and things snowballed on them. I think that, you know, Coach Nia Matalolo will tighten things up on the defensive side of the ball, and I expect Navy to be more competitive. Now getting six and a half, they never would be getting six and a half in this spot had yeah. they not been run out of the building by BYU. There's two other games that I'm really looking forward to. I think uh, I want to see that Georgia Tech-UCF game. Georgia Tech played Florida State, beat them, had a, multiple kicks blocked, two field goals, an extra point, still were able to find a way to win that game. UCF supposed to be good, coming in ranked 14, but how do they look? They haven't played yet. You know, uh, Georgia Tech just came off a very tough win. And then the one, Oklahoma State-Tulsa. almost forgot about this game. Oklahoma State is a team that I love to watch play football in general. They're coming in ranked 11th on the season. Both of their first games, what do they look like? How is the defense good enough to make them a real contender? Or is it just going to be all offense? And then, of course, Louisville-Miami. You wanted to take that one away, huh? Yeah. Um, you know, that, that game is... It's going to be exciting. You've got yeah. exciting players on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, De'Eric King and Mikhail Cunningham. Um, that should be a really, really exciting football game to watch. So I don't think there's any question that everybody's going to be excited to, to see what happens there. Absolutely. Let's go NFL. Yeah, so one last thing that I, I did want to mention here uh, really quickly is um, that, that Tulane team, or that Tulsa team, yeah, um, they played some some decent games last year, um, yep. including that huge upset of UCF. Yeah, so they're not going to be a pushover. Sure. And Oklahoma State's loaded, so I, I like the test for Oklahoma State yep. early on of Tulsa. Definitely want to see how they come out, and the, that defense especially is something I need to see. I need to see it. Yeah, absolutely. On to the NFL, as you said, Tom. Yeah. Your first selection. It's my lock. It's your lock. My lock is the Rams minus one. I'm a big fan of this Rams football team this year, and the Eagles do not impress very much. Uh, the Eagles lost to the Washington football team, and the big reason why is their offensive line was dominated by the Washington football team's defensive line. Eight sacks, and now you have Aaron Donald coming into Philadelphia, ready to just wreak havoc. The Eagles are down wide receivers. I mean, you got Deshaun Jackson and Jalen Rager going against Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, it's a clear winner on on one yeah. side on that matchup as well. And the Rams' offense is they can do a lot of different things. They can run the ball. They can throw pass. They can throw long. Um, give me the Rams minus the one. Yeah, I like it. And people talk about that West Coast going East thing, yeah. and it's not a big angle for me at all. I think no. that that kind of stuff is is completely overblown. And Vegas went in and beat Carolina last weekend. Um, you know, so to me, I, I don't think that that's a an angle to be concerned with. Yeah, it's a you know, 20 years ago it was something that was more of a factor. These guys are a lot better, a lot more prepared. There's a lot more information on how to take care of yourself, yeah. how to get there a little early. Um, so I think I don't think it's as big of a, a factor at all. Absolutely. My lock of the week is the Detroit Football Lions, plus 6.5 at Green Bay. Detroit comes off a heartbreaking defeat to Chicago uh, where they led comfortably for more than three quarters and – then they throw the game-winning touchdown only to have it dropped by yeah. the rookie DeAndre Swift. I anticipate 
DeAndre Swift to have a big bounce back week after that. Teams love to do that. Build him back up now that he's broken down a little bit. That's that's a tough moment for a rookie to drop the game-winning touchdown pass like that. Um, I think that Green Bay is going to be slightly overrated because of their performance in Minnesota, and Detroit is going to be slightly underrated because of their collapse against Chicago. I think these teams, talent-wise, are clo- like one point apart. Um, this has them getting six and a half, which would indicate closer to three points apart, three and a half points apart. And um, you know, I just don't buy that. So, and the home field of Lambeau, it's not the same with that without that raucous crowd there. So, yeah. um, give me Detroit plus the six and a half as my lock of the week. Next up's your money line pick. My money line pick of the week. Uh, I'm going to another road dog here, and I'm going to go with the New York Football Giants plus two hundred at Chicago. I think that uh, you're talking about a Giants team that performed very well against that Pittsburgh offense for a big portion of the game. Uh, They moved the ball very well on the offensive side of the ball against what I think is the best defense in football or, you know, one of the top two or three. So for me, this is a a play on the Giants and a little bit of an emotional letdown for the Bears after one good quarter against Detroit. They performed poorly and everyone was talking about how they ended up with Trubisky at quarterback as their long-term solution. How did they pay $24 million to Nick Foles to come sit on the bench while yeah. Cam Newton and uh, Jameis Winston went and signed elsewhere for a million or two? Yeah. So, you know, there was a ton of negativity through three quarters. I, as a Cubs fan, I see a ton of Bears stuff on my Twitter feed, and the Bears fans were up in arms through three quarters. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Mitch is back, and he's the savior again. Uh, I don't buy it. I buy the Giants getting better, and Daniel Jones is the better quarterback. Oh, yeah. Now, my money line pick is also an uh, NFC team. I'm going with the Vikings plus 140. They're visiting the Colts. Uh, the Colts did not impress me at all last week. Marlon Max hurt. Phillip Rivers did not look very good to me. He's checking down the running backs, leaving balls. Uh, they're just really poor decisions, bad throws. Um and now they got to play the Vikings, who are a better football team than they just lost to. So give me the Vikings. Give me the money line. It's plus 140 right now. Uh, so hop on it while you can. But they lost to Jacksonville last week. Yeah. Everyone thought Jacksonville was tanking intentionally. Give me the Vikings. They're going to run the ball all over them. And then my, my third pick, I'm taking the Panthers plus the nine uh, at Tampa Bay. I think Carolina is getting a little bit of the shaft here. They played a very good game last week. Lost by seven, but we're right in that. Or lost by four, but we're right in that with Vegas. Uh, back and forth kind of game. Teddy Bridgewater looked good. They're able to move the ball. They're able to make things happen. They had 398 total yards of offense. They actually outgained uh, the Raiders in that game. And the Buccaneers just didn't impress either. They they looked flat. They looked a little bit like they weren't they weren't in sync yet. You know, it's a lot of a lot of moving parts. Arians bringing in Brady and all these different guys. So well, that old line is a, is a work in progress as well for them. So give me the Panthers plus the nine. Yeah. So um, my final pick of the week, and I like that Panthers pick as well. I think it's in a nice place there. Uh, my final pick of the week is going to be the Houston Texans uh, getting seven and a half against the Baltimore Ravens. All the money is on Baltimore. This number steaming up. Everybody's all over the Ravens. And let me give you a couple of reasons why I like Houston in this spot. First of all, 
Um, they held Patrick Mahomes to 211 passing yards in that game last week. Uh, that's that's pretty darn good to, to keep his passing yardage to 211 yards. Um, yep. They did struggle against the run a little bit, but I think they can tighten that up. I think they do a good job with their rush lane discipline, and they'll, they'll keep Lamar Jackson from running wild on them. Also, the Baltimore Ravens, they ran over, obviously, a very, very bad Cleveland defense. And we know this now more so because of the performance last night as well. That, that Cleveland defense has all kinds of talent on it. They give up 30 to the Bengals and 38 to the Ravens. There's something yeah. wrong there. There's something wrong there. You know, it, it's very clear that there's a problem. Lamar Jackson was super efficient in that game, but they didn't run the ball that well. They, they passed the ball 20, 20 for 25 for 275 and three touchdowns. They ran the ball. Um, Lamar Jackson was the leading rusher with 45 yards. Mark Ingram had 29 yards on 10 carries, averaged 2.9. J.K. Dobbins, 7 carries, 22 yards, 3.1 yards per carry. Gus Edwards, 4 carries for 17 yards. Just, you know, they produced around 100 yards rushing, but it, it that's not going to be enough to run a team out of the building. I think that Houston, I'm not asking you to win the game. I'm asking you to hang within 7. I'm asking Deshaun Watson to get a late touchdown to, to close the gap. Um, Baltimore probably wins on the field. Seven and a half is too much on Houston's home field. I'm on the Texans. All right. So those are our picks. Um, uh, I mean, you've convinced me. I actually, as you were saying it, was putting in my wager for the Texans plus the seven and a half before it starts getting bet the other way and that line goes down. So yeah. uh, review really quick. I am on Louisville, Miami, under 65. Duke, minus five and a half. And Pittsburgh, Syracuse under 49 for college. Kevin is on Wake Forest, plus the one and a half. App State, minus five. Western Kentucky, Western Kentucky, minus 14 and a half. My NFL picks and my lock are the Rams, minus one. The Vikings, plus 140 for my money line play. And the Panthers, plus nine. Kevin's lock is Detroit, plus six and a half. His money line play is the Giants at plus 200. And the Texans, plus seven and a half to round it out. What other NFL games do you see, Kev, that are exciting to you here? Well, Bill's Dolphins is a big deal for me. It's a big deal yeah. around here. It's a big deal for me because I'm surrounded by Bill's fans everywhere. So I'm hoping that the injuries on the Bill's defense um, and the South Florida heat will wilt Buffalo in the fourth quarter. And maybe we can pull one out here um, or close the gap late and make it a game. Um, as a Dolphins fan, it's exciting to me. But, you know, let's be real here. The game of the week is that Monday nighter, isn't it? When we're uh, the, the Sunday nighter, rather. Uh, uh, New England and Seattle. Yes. I mean, that, that game is going to be so much fun to see. What Was Miami's defense bad, or is Cam Newton going to be a powerhouse running the ball in, their, in Bill Belichick's scheme? Um, he threw the ball nicely, but nothing exceptional. Um, let's see what he's got against Russ and the Seahawks, and let's see if that... Uh, that vaunted New England secondary from last year can slow down the, the Seattle passing game. Absolutely. I, I'm excited to see that game as well. I There's one more that was standing out to me that was going to be interesting. Uh, give me a second. Oh, the, oh, the Arizona-Washington football team game. You got two teams that are 1-0. I think the Arizona Cardinals are the better team. It'll be interesting to see if Washington's defense 
what they can do against that offense. Can they slow it down? Will Arizona be able to overdo that? Absolutely. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter. We've been putting picks out there. I know we both will have some UFC picks, a nice little fight card tomorrow night. Really good fight card, guys. Yeah. Uh, check out our Twitter page for, for a lot of bets tomorrow that will be coming out. I may even post them tonight as I'm you know, uh, relaxing on a Friday evening. Absolutely. All right, guys. Um, we'll be back next week at Hammered underscore sports on Twitter, HammeredSportsPod.com, Hammered Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Um, seek us out guys we're around and um, we would love some more interaction from the listeners and we're excited for this slate this weekend until next time see See ya. ya